0: to Colin Bradley Artcast, with Colin Bradley and Stephen Bradley. Hello and welcome to Colin Bradley Artcast. I'm Stephen Bradley.
1: And I'm Colin Bradley. How you doing, Dad? I'm all right, Steve. You're very content. Just, just make, uh, yeah, I've just made myself a cup of tea, you see. When you said, um, oh, we can do our podcast now, so i'm uh, i'll be drinking my tea while I'm, um, you hear well, some gulping the everyone then that's uh, uh, no no I, I should be no i should be discreet don't worry
0: you like your tea don't you <laughs> you got your you, yeah you're, yeah yeah. you're all prepped prepped and
1: ready yes i'm all ready <laughs> yes cup in hand i'm ready yeah
0: you've got uh you've got your cup in hand and i've got two kittens on my lap so
1: oh that's nice
0: that's pretty much where i'm at at the moment they're all they're all twitching away because <laughs> they're fast asleep. So they are in heavy, heavy dream state. Literally all their paws oh, yeah. are twitching. Yeah. Oh, lovely. Where's the other one then? Well, he was on me. I did have three on me. Oh. Um, but but unfortunately, my lap is not big enough for all three of them. So one had so to... So one of them had to... <laughs> yeah, just trotted over to, to Mimsy's uh, seat just next to me. So I've got right. one next to me and two on me. <laughs> right oh lovely they're very warm it's very nice i,
1: I bet it is yeah it's very yeah.
0: nice but it does mean that i can't move we have this problem at frequent times of the day where you find you need to go to the toilet and uh you've got two cats on you and you have to try and hand one over very gently and keep <laughs> them asleep um mimicking uh, somewhat are, the days so of a
1: child anybody else would just say get off you don't know yeah. get off <laughs> because <laughs> no. you're so kind and considerate you wouldn't do that no no we try would i actually we
0: try and keep yeah. them try and keep them asleep sure. if we can we have a little game see if we can <laughs> keep them asleep as we <laughs> as we move them um you know never mind so yeah uh good excellent well a uh, few things to talk about today a few updates i may as well begin with those why are you enjoying your tea dad um mm-hmm. We have a few announcements to talk to everyone about. We've brought back the lifetime membership, which is now available on our website as either a one-time payment uh, of one nine seven or a split payment of 12 months at 16 pound 49. We thought we'd give people that option and make it a bit more accessible to people that don't have that uh, lump sum of money. So um, that is now available. So if you are perhaps partway through your year's membership um, and you want to upgrade then we're going to pro rata you a discount for what you have left and take that off of the lifetime membership as well so really trying to make this as accessible um to people as possible and for people to be able to take advantage of this offer so that is uh, update number one which uh, we're super excited about and people have uh, send us really lovely messages about how they're so pleased that that is available to them um the other exciting announcement is that we have guest instructors now on the school of art. We have brought in Jason Morgan, Emma Colbert and Sue Kerrigan Harris, who all offered a class, uh, to us. Um, and that is now on the website. So, Oh, sorry. A kitten's falling off of my, literally now hanging off of my leg. Um, yeah, he's fine. um, so now yes we've got three instructors um three new instructors on the school so all of those classes can now be found in a new section uh on the website under guest instructors so if you haven't already checked them out um or seen our promo video then head over to the website and uh go to their classes they're not included in the membership price Uh, i explained this on the on the in in the group recently that um in order to fully support them uh, as artists, uh, we couldn't possibly include it in the membership. They would uh, be receiving pennies uh, if you compared to how many classes we have uh, we, uh, under you, Dad, and how many classes they have. They really wouldn't be; it would not be worth it for them, and it, it wouldn't be doing their work justice. So, um, the membership still all of your classes, Dad. Um, but all of the uh, guest glasses are separate and we kept them at the same price at 10 pounds each, uh, same price as your glasses if people want to buy them uh, with a one-off payment. So that is uh, the setup. And we felt that that was um, the best way to support them um, and their work, which is fantastic. So this is a really exciting new adventure, uh, new venture for us. And um, we hope to have more people in the future and, uh, hopefully some more classes from these instructors uh, in the future. But um, lots of you out there that are fans of them as well as dad. So uh, lots of you are pleased now that to be able to grab their classes as well inside uh, the school. So it's just the beginning of something very exciting for us here.
1: Mm. Yes, long may that continue. It would be lovely, wouldn't it, to build up a, 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 a list of people who are um, uh, on the same wavelength as us, really, yeah. you know, service to the customer and wanting uh, the um, interest in art to expand. And a lot of these artists are like I am, you know, they, they, they cater for all um, levels. And I think that's important too. Hmm. Uh, so uh, I, I, I think it's a very good thing, yeah.
0: And we've, uh, we've got some things planned with... Uh some of these guest instructors. So we're going to be perhaps talking to them in future, um, finding some kind of collaborations uh, that we can do um, just to sort of further everyone's awareness of what they do and what we do and, and really just helping the student as much as possible. As you said that it's, it's really bringing um, as many things, tips and techniques and ways of working to people as possible so that they can improve and enjoy art even more. So That's Mm. what motivates us really to to do all of this. So, yeah, a couple of really exciting announcements there for you guys. Um, If you have any questions, please drop me an email or join our private Facebook group. Um, Mentioned it last week. Had a few people that have uh, have joined because of that. So um, head over to Facebook and search Colin Bradley. You'll find us. uh, It's the School of Art Students Facebook group, and we just need you to fill out a few questions and agree to the group rules. And you will be approved to join the group and you can join the discussion and see all these announcements uh, when they happen. Um, But for now, let's move on to the topics of this week's podcast. Now, we've got some of your new pictures to talk about in a little bit. Dad. Mm -hmm. Uh, But first, I wanted to mention an email that came in to us from Marianne, who actually had a really good question for you, Dad. So um, she says, hi. I've had difficulty using the shapers on pastelmat. Any suggestions? Is there another option? And also, is there any way to erase a little on pastelmat? P.S. Colin, you're amazing.
1: Thank you very much. Um, Well, first of all, it, it is very, very possible to use the color shapers on pastelmat, but like all things it's it, it it's a technique you need the idea is because it's kind of a roughish surface uh, you've got to fill that surface up with pastel if you don't fill it up with pastel the scraper is not going to do any sorry the scraper the, the uh, <laughs> shaper isn't going to do any good at all whether it's uh, the ivory which I like or the grey which I also like and neither of them will work very well. They will, but they won't do the job. However, if you put sufficient down, as I've showed so many times now, and fill the paper up, then they work a treat. In fact, I wouldn't be able to do without them now. If, if you took them away from me, I've said this before, I wouldn't be able to do the uh, the work that I do with mat
0: how many layers do you so, reckon that you have to put on the pasta mat? Is it quite mm, a lot? Mm.
1: Well, you, it's better to to, to uh, creep up on this. Don't put one solid layer, because that's the temptation. You think, okay, well, as Colin said, I've, I've got to put a lot on, so I'll really um, ladle it on. That's not going to work at all. It, it, you build it up by putting the, um, the first coat on, which is a base coat. Uh, if it's a light color, then it will either be the light grey or the ivory or even the white. And then subsequently you put uh, the next colour on, which might be a, a slightly darker colour or uh, altogether different colour. You know, it, it, I can't really give an... I can give an example, if you like, with the um, shadow pictures, which is really a very good way of explaining because I don't have to list all the colours. You've only got four colours. So... With that, you've got a dark grey pastel mat. Now, first of all, you've got dark grey, which means you can't, uh, if you put lighter colours on, it's not going to cover it unless you put two or three coats of that uh, light colour on. Then it will. So you start off with that, and you put your light, first of all, your your base coat on. Then you enhance that base coat with a second coat, usually of the same colour. And then the third uh, application would, would either be um, another coat of light, if you, rather than put one heavy coat on uh, of the, uh, the light colours, and then you would put the 229, which is the dark brown, on to it. Now, if you did that, then you, you're going to get up to perhaps four layers of finish layers and then once that goes on, then you'll, you can happily use the color shaper. You wouldn't have any problem at all. And that applies to any color uh, uh, combination. So that's the key to it, really, to put fill the tooth with, uh, of the paper with your pastel. And then once that's filled, you'll know, because if you, if you put the light coat on and then try with the color shaper, it just, especially if it's a dark paper you're using, it just reveals the dark paper it pushes it into the paper so the tone darkens quite a bit then if you put another coat on and use a color shaper it gets better because you put another coat on top of the base coat subsequently further coats that you put on will then um give you the desired uh, workable uh, areas with the color shaper that's that's Basically, it's a it's a simple thing. Once you understand that, if you don't understand it and you try to do it straight away, it's not going to work. Okay, okay, that's good. Generally speaking, Steve, we, and people know this. We say that pastel is really more for the, the intermediate artist or someone who's a little bit of experience because they've already explained, experienced this with other other uh, papers that they've used. When you've got a beginner. The tendency is, and it's always been this way, you tend not to put too much pastel on. Mm. It, it, you just scrape it on and you think, oh, that's not looking right. It, it, it won't work that way, especially the way we work. You've got to, you've got to build those colors up so that you get uh, a, a sufficient on there, as I say, to use the uh, color shapers. Mm. Okay.
0: Excellent. Uh, what about the erasing?
1: Is well, it, is it possible? I, I, it, you can, but um, it's more difficult to erase on pastel mat than it is on, say, engray. On uh, and the reason again is the same reason because it's it's got a tooth in it, and it doesn't really like having. Uh, you can do it. Usually, if, I've got, if I want to take a color straight off, I use the, um, the white end of the pencil eraser that we have. That's a hard pencil eraser. That gets it off straight away. The only danger with that, though, is that you're starting to destroy the paper. You're starting to destroy the tooth. However mildly you, you, you do it, you're still going to lose a little bit of the grip that you need. So I would always, this is again the reason I say that uh, someone who with a bit more experience, who wouldn't necessarily need to erase, it's very, very rare that I erase anything and have done for years, unless I needed to. You would probably be better to use a um, putty rubber and then, you know, don't rub it because you'll have that residue going into the paper. But dab it off. That's another way. is better to erase it rather than using an ordinary uh, soft eraser. Hmm. Uh, but again, I, I, I would strongly advise people not to rub out. If they rub out, it means they've made a mistake. And if they've made a mistake, they're usually starting out with, with the uh, artwork.
0: Um with pastel map because it takes more layers, can you kind of? I mean, I know we have sort of spoken about this a little bit before. You can you kind of correct mistakes with more pastel and kind of adjust it a little bit because you're not mm-hmm. work, you're not crushing it the paper so much as you've mm-hmm. got a little bit more to work with. Can that save you a little bit with adding more pastel on top to kind of correct your yeah. mistakes?
1: Well, you can, and but but again, experience will come into this because once you, if you're creeping up on something rather than just ladling it on, if you're creeping up on something, usually you've got margins there. You can you can usually even with the shadow pictures, people have probably seen me. Um, just trim something off, a bit of light going into a dark would work, only on an edge, say. Uh, but but you can't you wouldn't be able to do that on a, on a larger area. It just that just wouldn't work. So yes, uh, it's it's a it's a funny thing, really. I think people once with pastomat, if they're starting off with pastomat, with their artwork, then they're going to have lots of problems with it. It's far better to start off with a forgivable paper. Ongre is perfect because that rubs out almost completely with a soft eraser. Hmm. okay cool excellent
0: well i hope that helps marianne and anyone else listening uh, that's using pasta mat or is perhaps starting out or has that question about being able to blend um good advice okay moving on to the new pictures that you've been working on this week dad you were doing another uh, girl portrait in shadow uh last week we mm. showed we showed one off uh, but you've done the other mm-hmm. one um they're being worked on at the moment edited right now so uh there won't be too long before they're up on the website uh how did you find that second girl portrait
1: well as i said last week i found it more difficult than the first one even though the first one had she had teeth and me and teeth uh, i've always uh, had a bit of a battle but it came off very well and she's really lovely It, it turned out lovely because something like that, you see, it could be, it could be ugly. If you if you don't do it right, you don't pay attention to all of the little um, tiny little uh, details. It, it can look ugly. You, you can imagine that, can't you? If if you go wrong on something like that, it really goes wrong. Mm, but it not Fortunately for it's me, it's so subtle with the shadow. It's so mm-hmm. subtle. So. That's right, yeah I, I and imagine. and that that is it, that, that was would be quite a good case for the, um, the when we were talking about the uh, pastel map and how many layers you do you see what you do there is you put the the light colors in now you can always work always work from light to dark it, it always works better that way with pastel pencil you put the light in and as a kind of i mean first of all I've got to say that the accuracy of the drawing has got to be like if, if, I mean, if if you have to rub out because you haven't drawn it right, well then unfortunately that is something that you've got to, you know, try to get over. Mm. So, I mean, what I do is make sure that my drawing is as accurate as I can be, even though we've got it's a white trace down, not uh, a graphite on those dark tra- uh, pictures. But even then, you can then use the uh, the lighter colors to to fashion the teeth roughly how you want them. Mm. You can't never, you could never do it straight off. It, it just won't work. I've never been able to do that. You know, just put, put I finished that little bit of tooth, now I'm going to do the next one, do that little bit of tooth. You, they can't do that. You've got to do it as a whole, really, mm. because every part of every section of that picture uh, is interdependent on the other part so by putting all that in that light color and using the, the color of the paper as well people see me do that a lot you can see the because you're using a dark gray paper you can use that as your dark shading effectively and you can then develop the uh, the detail especially with the teeth then you ref- start to refine it and it does take i would say that now I'd have to guess this because I've never timed it. I would say that it would be. I would have done that at least a dozen times. At least a dozen times, I would have gone over it about a dozen times, correcting, adjusting, making sure that I've got the shadow right before really I put the finishing touches on. Wow. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot of work, but, but. Uh, People shouldn't be put off by that because I find that really interesting. And I'm sure people will, when they see it, see me doing it because I I show it all. They can see my enthusiasm about how it's going. And when you see it start off, you think, this isn't going to work. Gosh, that looks really awful to start with. And And then it gets a little bit better. You think, oh, well, maybe it's not as bad. And then gradually you end up with what you see on the picture which is, uh, well, last week people have seen that. It, it was really good. Now, this last one, though, what it was is shadows. Um, it, was, it was tough to be able to get those right, and I had to get every part. Of it. Do you remember I was telling you about it uh, and, uh, and the uh, listeners about it last week? We had eyes which weren't there. -hmm. Do you remember I said there's no eyes? You took the surround of the eye, and then you can't see the pupil. It's just a shadow. And uh, that could gone. That could have gone really, really wrong. But if you persevere like I did with that, and and then it it's real. It's relative to what you're pulling around it. You know the Mm -hmm. shadows you're pulling around it. It's all references and the nose. Remember I said. uh, But I referred to the nose last week. When when you see that, there's no nose really. It's just just a a little bit of light that um, indicates it. And then you've got the nostril, which is very, very light, very faint really. You you can hardly discern that. But then if you put that together with the eyes and the lips below and put it all together, it comes out startling. Mm. And uh, in the end, it it was a, a very, very good... Exercise to do, and uh, I loved it. And as I said, I'm going to probably have those two framed.
0: Have those two framed? Yeah, yeah. They they
1: because really they, they are. They are they, they are they are captivating, and I think people, you know, if they if they uh, if they can produce a, a good job of it, and, and you know maybe get them framed, people are going to be it, they command attention mm. because they're different. So yes, uh, I was uh, very pleased with them, and uh, but they it was a it was a tough call, especially when you're filming it as well, because I can't make a mistake. If you think about it, I can't make a mistake because I've just said you can't rub it out. So <laughs> people know that if I've made a mistake, it's there for people to see. Yeah, but again, because the approach, um, and I hope people. we'll we'll take that on board the way i approach it as well it's not just oh i've got to get this done you've got to think all the time and the more you do of this kind of thing the more confidence you get of course Mm. Mm.
0: absolutely well those two pictures uh working on at the moment so they shouldn't shouldn't be too long before they're up on the site and people can hopefully in the next week people can give those two projects a go both of them And uh, we'd be interested to see how you get on. Um, Moving on to the the last picture that you've done, um, which is another shadow one and is adorable, is this tiger cub. Tell Mm. us
1: about how Mm. that went. Well, I I was captivated by that. I found it on Pixabay, Pixabay, wasn't it? I said, I think it was, yes. I found it on Pixabay. And uh, straight away... I thought this is great. What a lovely picture! I wonder if I could put that through the uh, shadow picture idea, because it's, it's strictly speaking it it's only half shadow if you think about it. It's it got the dark background, but I did what I liked about it was the way that it the edges, the ears particularly, and around the the outside of the um, face kind of disappeared into the background and i love that and it, it reminded me of the cat we did remember the mm. uh yeah that cat we did that cat was a super popular a as well that one well it was and, and it commanded attention for the same reason and this is why photographers really good photographers when they take a picture of something they fuse the background it all goes out of focus because then you you pinpoint what you want people to see. Well, this I wanted to people to see this tiger cub's eyes and the the face and the the features, and I wanted it to fade away slightly in the background. You can still see it, but it's it's faded away, which gives you a kind of three dimensional effect without being three dimensional. Yeah. And uh, that took took some time, but I was surprised. Uh, how easy it actually was to do, and people will see that when they see the uh, finished uh, picture and me doing it. It, And it probably worked very well because it was only the four colours. Had it been more colours, I would have been uh, just a little bit more, uh, had to spend a bit more time on it. Hmm. It was quite quick, though. didn't take me long.
0: Really? How long do you think uh, that one took? Hmm. Oh...
1: Well, if I really pushed myself, I could have done that in a day, if I pushed myself. Oh, wow. But I did it over two or three days because I was doing it in sections. Mm. But I could have done that in a day, yeah. And and not a long day either. I would think probably, I don't know, six hours, five, six hours work, Mm. solid work. It's
0: beautiful, though. It's really beautiful. The thing that captures me most is the eyes. For some reason, you really get Mm. that cub-like, um feeling you know the the eyes i suppose it's the eyebrows as well it's just the young it's just it's just captures it so well you know um mm-hmm. it's really lovely really well
1: lovely. again steve I, I spent i spend a lot of time on on them you know getting them right making sure again that you've got um a good drawing and funny enough today i was um i did the line drawing this morning which I've put onto the site for you. Right, right. Uh, and, that, uh, and I thought people are going to find, it, it's probably easier once you get the interpretation of it, because I had to interpret it from the photographic reference. Yeah. And, uh, uh, but it, it was lovely to do. It really was. And uh, I'm sure people are going to, as you say, it's, it's a, a lovely animal. And uh, tigers are, I think, probably the most popular of all the wild animals tiger cubs are a bonus on top of that aren't they yeah yeah and uh, and then you do it in shadow which is even is uh, more appealing i think mm. so i think people yes i think uh, you're gonna love that one
0: brilliant well, that one too will be uh, will be coming out very soon. Uh, you're working on another picture at the moment. There's another one that
1: you've got on the chops. I've got a two. It, it's it's <laughs> yes. It's it's going to be absolutely absolutely nothing like what I've been doing. Oh, well, this that's... is. I'm I'm not, I'm not going to tell you what this is. This is. It's not really a picture as such. It's an exercise. I'm going to call it an exercise. Okay and i'm hoping it, i can pull it off i'm sure i can because i've done similar things before but it's 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 not i don't think it's a picture you'd ever want to put on your wall to be honest because it's going to be an exercise but i want to do things like this because i think people need the experience of being able to produce something that's really really hard one of the hardest things in artwork actually it's not just me that says that I've had other artists say that, and I've seen um, very well-known, uh, you know, old masters with this particular thing that we're going to be doing, this feature we're going to be doing, get it all wrong. Wow. It's, it's really hard. And, and then coupled with that, I better tell you, it, it's, it's terrible to talk about it. It's a, it's a clasp hand, hands, two hands clasped okay. together. That's different. It's a woman's hand, clasped together. And you've got the fingers go every which way. The thumb goes every which way. Got shadows as well. It's it's kind of like a nightmarish thing to do. I mean, to, to draw a hand anyway is hard. But when you've got a clenched hand or clenched together hand, it's virtually, I would say, it's almost impossible to do. So I'm hoping that I can pull it off, and if I can't, I'll let you know next week. But if I can pull it off, then it's going to be really, really good. It actually, you know, Doris Day, when we did Doris Day, I think she had her hands clasped, didn't she, together? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Well, it's the same sort of thing, but this is in shadow. This is a shadow picture. So, um, but again, uh, I think these sort of things are, needed for people as an exercise to do because they're not they're not really under any kind of pressure if it works it works if it doesn't it doesn't but it's the fact that if it does work and you can pick up a lot of information from it
0: wow yeah that that is gonna be a really that's gonna be a really i think really useful uh, video for people for sure yeah well absolutely. i'd like
1: yeah, yeah and what we can do steve if that does work out um people like the idea and want to do more of that kind of thing i'm more than happy to do it you know it, it just just instead of having a, a picture like the tiger cub all these these uh, young ladies to be done apart from that it, it's a good exercise and it's a good something you can get your teeth on and uh, do so if they do like it, and it does go down well, then um, that must let me know, and I'm, I'm more than happy to. I can slot it in because I've still got a couple. I've got a couple of really lovely shadow pictures to do, but I thought I would do this one as something a little different.
0: I think it's a good one. Yeah, I think that's a. It was a good idea. Yeah, um great. Well, I look forward to hearing how that goes, and uh, and if if everyone. Finds it really helpful and interesting? Then um, absolutely, let us know. Let us know. Mm. Great Mm. stuff.
1: Uh, Yeah, I think there's room for this now. Room for these kind of things because it is a school of art art after all. And it's we want to teach people of not just how to do pretty pretty faces and pretty pussies, and we want other things. Do we want to make it a little bit more interesting?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely good stuff okay cool well we'll leave it there for this week i uh, hope everyone's enjoyed this episode if you have any questions as always get in touch with us via email or via the website uh, or facebook and um if you have anything that you want us to talk about we'll happily talk about it any questions you want answering um just drop them over to us and we'll be back next week to talk about how these hands went for dad mm. and what he's working on next Okay. Lovely stuff. <laughs> okay. We'll leave it there for this week. Thanks everyone for listening. I'm Stephen Bradley.
1: And I'm Colin Bradley. Enjoy, Enjoy your week. week.